1: your Coca-Cola bottler presents Claudia, based on the famous play and novels by Rose Franken. Brought to you transcribed Monday through Friday by your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola. Relax. And while you're listening, refresh yourself. Have a Coke. And now, Claudia. Claudia? Hmm?
2: What did you do about those tickets?
3: What did I do about what tickets?
2: No... So you haven't done anything about them?
3: Of course not. How could I when I don't even know what you're talking about?
2: Heaven grant me patience.
3: Oh, me too, too. I haven't it. David, what are the tickets for and when?
2: Well, don't you remember anything?
3: Well, it depends on how much else I have to remember. Now, recently, I've had a great deal to remember.
2: Yes, I'm worried about you.
3: Now, tell me everything.
2: Now, you're all settled comfortably. Yes, you? fine. Mm-hmm. You don't mind taking five minutes from your book? No.
3: Not at all.
2: And if you'll make an effort, you'll remember that we have purchased four tickets for the orchestra concert at the Eastbrook Town Hall for tomorrow night. We did that? We certainly did.
3: Now, what do you suppose made us do that? Well,
2: in the first place, we wanted to go. In the second place, the concert is for the benefit of the hospital.
3: I think I'm starting to remember. Oh, brilliant. But why'd we buy four tickets? We're well, only two.
2: As I remember, you said that four tickets came out to a nice, even number.
3: Did I say that?
2: That was your comment, yes.
3: Hmm? Pretty smart of me, wasn't it?
2: Oh, brilliant, brilliant.
3: Besides, it was for charity. That that, makes a
2: difference. uh, Yeah, that was incidental, though.
3: And now you want to know what I've done about the tickets, I suppose.
2: Exactly, exactly.
3: Well, I haven't done anything about them, except forget about them.
2: Now, that point seems to be clear.
3: And I've explained to you why. Now,
2: please, let's not go into that again. Well, then
3: there's nothing more to be said. Can I read my book again? If you like. Same to you. David. We can't just let those two seats go to waste, can we? It's up to you. Well, it's such a waste.
2: Not exactly. The money still goes to the hospital. Oh, I see. Still, I'd hate to have the conductor turn around and see two empty seats sitting next to us with nobody sitting on them.
3: Oh, that would never do. Mm-hmm.
2: His feelings would be very hurt, I'm sure.
3: Yes. Why, well, might upset the whole concert for? I can just see his mind as as he's conducting away. Mm-hmm. Two empty seats. Two, em- two, empty, two seats. empty seats. Oh, awful! Mm-hmm. Couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Say, Mama was here when we bought the tickets, remember?
2: Well, we thought Roger would like to come with us, too, I remember.
3: Oh, that maybe. made four, didn't it?
2: Four, yes.
3: What Two and nice. two is
2: four. Mm-hmm.
3: David, now concentrate. Who will we invite now?
2: Well, that's your problem, not Martin. Oh,
3: think of that poor conductor.
2: Mm, I and thought
3: those was. poor seats.
2: Yeah. Well, you think and think fast. That concert is tomorrow night.
3: David, please don't read while I think. I can't possibly do two things at once. Can they postpone the concert, maybe? Oh,
2: you might ask them. I
3: might. Mm -hmm. But I don't know its phone number. Oh, I see. let me see, let me see. How about a kiss, David, to get me started right?
2: Go away.
3: I think much better after I've been kissed.
2: Well, that's not much of a compliment to me.
3: Well, it was meant to be, darling.
2: All right, then I'll I'll make a bargain with you. One kiss and off you go. Where to? To a meditative trance.
3: Heavens, I haven't been there in years.
2: Then lean over.
3: You are taller than I am. I have to lean up, remember? Hmm. Oh, oh. I won't be able to think for weeks after that. Now,
2: skadoodle.
3: Listen, we could call up Mama and see if she'd like to come out to the country for the weekend. That'll settle everything.
2: I'm sure she wouldn't come.
3: Well, I guess it is asking a little too much of the poor woman to come in all the way from Long Island into New York and up here just for a weekend. I'm glad he's not a cellist.
2: Who is not a cellist?
3: The concert. I couldn't bear a whole concert of cellos.
2: Well, he happens to be an orchestra tomorrow night.
3: I know, I know. I like a concert with an orchestra.
2: That's good. I'm glad. Tickle pink.
3: My mind goes off so far away at a concert. It is yours.
2: You don't need a concert.
3: David, I don't think you're thinking.
2: You don't. Well, are you?
3: In a way. All right.
2: Yes. And what other suggestions do you have for tomorrow night? Well, none so far. I'm up with you to there.
3: I'll have to have that green dress of mine ironed. By is wonderful at ironing. You want your trousers pressed? Mm, I wouldn't mind. Isn't too bad about Mama? She likes orchestras.
2: I tell you. We could take the two dogs and put them in the green dress. How would that do?
3: Mm, no, they're too too big for the people sitting behind them. Mm. Wouldn't do it all. Mm-hmm. What about Jim Varney and, and someone? Jim Barney? Yes, you and
2: mm, I. No, no, no. It's too last minute.
3: Well, I never mind last minute. I think it's fun. I
2: yeah, know, but that's you. Lex. What
3: about Jared Tucker? Now that's a good idea. We could invite Jared and Delilah. That will make four of us perfect. Yeah,
2: but Jared and Delilah would have bought their own tickets by now.
3: Oh, that's right. Yes, so they would. Keep forgetting. This is Eastbrook, Connecticut. When there's a function, everybody turns out.
2: Yeah, right, you are. Everybody, but in the New York, there's no two people cinema. ever go to yeah. the same concert ever. Mm-hmm. Wish you'd let me finish. Delilah's not
3: a singer either. Chorus of singers—that's the word. Mm. Excuse me, darling. I mean. To
2: interrupt. What have you got against a chorus of singers? Well, it's
3: just that I get so distracted looking at the fat ones and the thin ones and the tall ones and the short ones and the looks on their faces. I never hear any of the music at all.
2: I certainly married a music lover, didn't I?
3: certainly did. Did I ever play the piano for you? No,
2: thank heaven. There is
3: one piece I play especially well, Minuet by Beethoven. Mm -hmm. (okolivans) We'll save it for when we have a piano, darling. Do you suppose we'll ever be able to afford a piano? I hope so. (gasps) It would be nice if I could play. Maybe Bobby will learn how.
2: (laughs) You're just like every other parent, You always hope your child will be able to do the things that you couldn't.
3: And what's the matter with that? Nothing, nothing,
2: nothing, except you're probably in for a big disappointment.
3: Oh, I don't expect anything from my children. Much. Well, look who their papa is.
2: Mm, Nice looking. What
3: about George Reynolds and his wife? Now, there's an
2: idea. You don't expect them of our children either, do you?
3: Very clever.
2: I I thought so.
3: Do you think they would come to the concert with us? Darling,
2: now, you're going to have to do much better than that. You might as well make up your mind that everybody else in Eastbrook has brought tickets of their own. Well, then
3: what is the use of my sitting around and thinking and breaking my poor skull?
2: Ooh, because it's amusing to watch.
3: Just for that, I think I'll come over and breathe it's on the back of your neck. No,
2: not that. <laughs> That's a fate worse. Now, you just try it. <laughs>
3: Listen, I've got a real idea Yes,
2: this time. I'll bet this is a real Fritz
3: and Bertha. Mm. Fritz and bertha they're, 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 they're real music lovers.
2: What's the difference between a real music lover and... just
3: the... an expression. David, mm. what do you think?
2: I think it's the first good idea you've had since you proposed to me.
3: Oh, that was a good idea, too, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Oh, totally wonderful. <laughs> Darling, listen, let's invite them to come with us.
2: <laughs> what on earth are you laughing about? Let's go ask them this minute.
3: <laughs> Such a fool. Oh, they'll love it. Do you mm. think they will?
2: Well, why shouldn't they?
3: Because they sort of bend over backwards, that's
2: why. Oh. You mean because Bertha's our cook and Fritz is our farmer? You think that they'll think that we shouldn't be seen with them?
3: Well, I don't think about it. You don't think about it, but I think Bertha does.
2: Well, that's what comes from living in a country where a social caste Mm. is God.
3: Because in the old country, they had a house and they had help, and here they are now in our house. It must be awfully difficult. You never know it from them, would you?
2: Well, it might be difficult for us, but Fritz and Bertha, no. Darling, they're not the kind of people that life is too difficult for.
3: I guess you're right. I guess they're bigger than life. Come on, let's ask him. Bertha! Hey, Bertha, are you in the kitchen? Yeah, Stop Mrs. Yelling.
4: Norton, I'm just finishing. Something I can do? No, 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 we don't want anything, except can we talk to you for a minute? Yeah, naturally. I just finished cleaning up the kitchen. Come in, come.
2: Good evening, come Bertha. In. Fritz around?
4: He he went up to the farm a minute. It, to the barn, you know, Fritz, With when there are animals around, it is difficult to keep them separated. Well, he certainly <laughs> takes care of them. He's
3: just like a nursemaid. I think we'll have to get in some more. Oh, you would like that.
4: As he says, you know, the more the merrier. Well,
3: listen, Bertha, we don't want to take up any more of your time. My
4: time, my time is your time, Mrs. Norton. Now, where have I heard that so before? I'll just tell you quickly what we're disturbing you about. You do not disturb me. Now, please, do not keep repeating that. Well... What we want to know is if you and Fritz are free tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah, night. not really? yeah. You want company? Invite? 20. No, no, Bertha, no. Yeah. We would like you to
3: go to a concert. We have two tickets for you.
4: Fritz and I? Yeah. To a concert?
3: Yes, at, at, at the Eastbrook Town Hall.
4: A concert? Mm-hmm. Oh, Fritz, he loves music. Yeah. At home we always went. Good, then it's all settled. We would love that.
2: You see that, darling? Perfectly simple. simple.
4: But simple. Uh, what about you? Don't you want to use the tickets?
3: Oh, we're going, too. You go, too? Of course. The four of us will go together.
4: Now, what about the baby?
3: Oh, my gosh. We haven't thought about the baby, the baby.
4: We'll get yeah. a babysitter, of course. Uh, no, no. I'm not sure I like the sound of a sitter.
3: Everybody gets sitters, Bertha.
4: I do not like strangers taking care of that baby. Well, we won't get a stranger. We'll get uh, Mrs. Warren. From next door? Yes, from next door. Will she do. Well, I suppose, but Bertha, you're going to
2: spoil that child of ours. You're worse than even his his grandmother.
3: Now it's all settled. No more objections.
4: Oh, good evening, Mr. Norton and Mrs.
2: Norton. Hello. The
4: cow, she's fine.
2: She says hello. Well, the way you take care of her, I wouldn't be surprised if she started talking any day now.
4: Fritz, what do you think, Mr. and Mrs. Norton? They would like us to go to a concert tomorrow night, with them. All together? Of course, all together. Now, what do you think? And who stays with young Mr.
2: Norton? Hmm. You, too. Oh, two of a kind. We're getting a sitter. Mrs. Warren from next door. And
4: Bertha approves. No, I, I did not say. I think I think uh, we talked this no, over, no, Fritz no, and I. No, there's nothing, nothing to talk about. There's no excuse for your not
3: going. At least not a good enough excuse. It's all settled.
2: You're doing us a big favor, you know. <laughs> we do you a favor. Sure. Taking two tickets off of our hands. Now, seriously. There's going to be some fine music and... It would be a pity to have two empty seats that can't hear it.
4: Oh,
3: or two people who can't hear it for that matter. Oh, please come. Please. You both like fine music, and there's so little of it in the world.
4: For the music, uh, I would love to go.
2: Uh, but there will be people there you know. Of course there will be. There'll be people there that you'll know, too. So it'll be very pleasant.
4: Doesn't that seem the way it would be done in Europe? Well, it's different here. Yeah, there is a difference in this country. But especially the difference is with you, Still, eh? I think we accept, yes? I would love oh, to. Oh,
3: wonderful. I wish it were tomorrow night already. Coming, David?
4: Mm, just a minute. Say,
2: uh, how's uh, mil- m- uh, majesty milking, Fritz?
4: <laughs> Still giving her 20 quarts, Mr. Norton.
2: She's some cow. Well, as long as Mr. Tucker buys the milk from us, you keep her going.
4: We will do that.
3: We certainly are blessed, aren't we, David? What now? Same thing as ever, Fritz and Bertha. I, I, I think they're a little embarrassed, don't you?
2: embarrassed? No, oh, I don't think so. They'll they'll get over it.
3: Yep. All they have to do is live on this side of the Atlantic a little longer.
2: <laughs> well, in second thought, you are not so bad
1: yourself.
3: It's easy not to be so bad with you.
1: Along with other innovations in the modern food store, you'll often see that friendly red cooler with its invitation to have a Coke and shop refreshed. If you're wise, you'll accept that suggestion. Pause for ice-cold Coca-Cola, and the rest of your marketing will be pleasanter. For Coke provides the pause that refreshes, the pause that sends you on your way with a lighter step. Well, hello, Joe. Oh, David. Uh, Say, have you got a minute? Oh, me? Sure. What's wrong? Well, nothing's wrong. I just wanted to tell you that you were right. That I was right? Right Mm -hmm. about what? Well, have you forgotten that you bet me 20 cents that... Claudia will even get fun out of a concert. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I did. But I think she's going to get a
2: little bit more than fun out of it. Claudia didn't invite Fritz and Bertha for fun. She invited them because she's a nice girl from start to finish.
1: Hey, you seem to be in love with her. Hmm. I am in love with her. And I like her. That's even more important. I wonder if I see what you mean. Well, you, uh, you're married, aren't you, Joe? Yeah. Well, I guess that's my answer. When you like the person that you love, that's marriage. And it's exciting. Yep, yep, you bet your boot it is. Uh, Mind if I come to the concert, too, and see how it turns out? Oh, come on along, Joe. Good. See you tomorrow, then, David. As I was about to say, every day, Monday through Friday, Claudia comes to you transcribed with the best wishes of your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola. So listen again tomorrow at the same time. Now this is Joe King saying, au revoir. And remember, whoever you are, whatever you do, wherever you may be, when you think of refreshment, think of Coca-Cola. For Coca-Cola makes any pause the pause that refreshes. And ice-cold Coca-Cola is everywhere. This broadcast of Claudia was supervised and directed by William Brown Maloney. And now, here's a word from your friendly neighbor who bottles Coca-Cola.